it's starting to connect for me of this is what this is what I do when they do this. This is how I escape this. This is what this is how to use a body shot. This is how I use a hook. This is how I break a guard. Those types of things. When when those things start clicking, you feel really really good. And you know, notwithstanding, McCain's a fantastic athlete. He's he's a great guy. He's gonna give me a run for my money, but he's not gonna go through me. And if he's gonna have if he's gonna win, he's gonna have to fight for his life. And I feel sorry for him after the match because I'm gonna make him run for every single inch he's gonna get. Hey guys, welcome to the Legends Boxing Podcast EFN edition. Um, I'm really excited to meet Johnny Dinkle here. He's gonna be fighting in this year's EFN number seven, May 13th. So thanks for being here, man. Appreciate it. Of course. Happy to be here every time. So this is actually my first time meeting you. So I'm really, like I said, really excited to learn about you, kind of learn your experience, learn your journey. So tell me a little bit, what, what do you do for a living? What, who are you representing for EFN? Yeah, so I'm representing LaunchPod Media. We're the second largest private podcast agency on the West Coast. We do podcasts for everyone from Reddit and Meta to your local grocery store. And I think right now we're housing shows that on average do somewhere around 10 million plus downloads every couple of months. Wow. Okay. So we're so going to some big shows. Thank you for being on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great podcast. I'm really excited. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, we've been having a lot of fun. So uh, tell me why EFN? Why, why did you want to be a part of EFN? Yeah, I think there's I think there's two answers to that question. I think the basic, you know, knee-jerk reaction thing is that I, I'm, I'm extremely competitive. I mean, anyone who runs a company for the most part is extremely competitive. Um, but I think on top of that is a... I like challenging myself in ways that make me uncomfortable. I think living in, in a space that you're generally uncomfortable is very healthy for you. Once you start becoming sedentary, once you become comfortable with what you're doing, you lose your edge, you lose what you could be pushing yourself to accomplish. And but the, I think the longer answer for that is uh, I think boxing and physical combat of sorts is a great way to channel um, aggression and also a great way to how should I say it is a great, is a great way to, uh, well, take the punches that you couldn't take otherwise. Well said, right. I mean, keep getting hit, but it's a matter about getting back up. Right. That's right. Okay. So absolutely. No, it's okay. Thank you for sharing. That's awesome. Um, have you seen an EFN before? Have you ever been a part of the other generations we've done? I have actually never even watched an entire boxing match. Really? Yeah, I'm brand spank me new. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was like, let's do something I know nothing about, but seems really, really hard. And this was right up my alley. So what gym are you training out of? I'm training out of the uh, Jordan Landing with Robbie. Okay. Mm -hmm. Robbie's a rock star. He is a rock star. Yes, he's and a he'll rock push star. you, man. Yes, he will. I, I hear that all the time about Robbie. I have a couple of members at my Bountiful location that will also go to the Jordan Landing location. And they're just like, yeah, Robbie. They're constantly talking about how cool Robbie is. So how is that? going? How's the training? It's great. I think the, the first four or five weeks were the hardest in of the fact that when I first started, I couldn't do like a lap around the gym. I was, I was, I came in at 189. I'm fighting at 178 Okay. and I've dropped down. I'm just under that weight right now. I'll be able to bulk up in the next week or so before we get to the fight. But, uh, it's a constant pressure. Making sure you are able to breathe is the hardest part. And then I'm still trying to figure out the, all the footwork. It's, uh, it's a constant uh, drinking from the fire hose. You're right. You're absolutely right. Um, but 
you feel like you've gotten better and better and progressed each week that you're going? What's kind of a regiment that you're doing right now? How many days a week? I'm going every day. Oh, really? I'm by the time I fight, I'll have over 110 hours oh, of wow. training done. Okay. All right. I've, most Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, I go twice a day, uh, 5.30 a.m. and 7 in the evening. I do conditioning on Sunday and Saturdays, and then I do sparring on Sundays and Wednesdays. That's pretty awesome. Holy wow. That's really awesome. I want to win. Yeah, I can see <laughs> that. I'm fighting McCain. Competitive. <laughs> now, yeah, I was going to ask you, who are you fighting? What's his name? McCain Kennedy. He's actually a friend. Oh. I, I knew him before. He worked, used to work with my wife. Okay. And uh, we were texting each other the entire time. We were applying for the program. We both got accepted. We got heard about our weight. We're just like, we're not fighting each other, right? No, no, we're not fighting each other. We're fighting each other. Sure enough. And I'm going to win. <laughs> Good. I love it. I love it. Okay. So tell me about what was your first experience sparring? Yeah, my first experience sparring. So I've my background when it comes to like combat sports. I've done some jujitsu stuff. I've done some MMA stuff. Just kind of playing around. Okay, uh, nothing anything serious. Um, I was surprised at how much the fight was consistent with ones and twos. Just how important that was. Getting clipped in the top of my head, not being able to take my head off line, uh, getting out of the way of getting punched, and then also under just throwing something and then suddenly the guy's not there as soon as you put your glove up and throw a three or throw an eight and you turn your head at all they're going to take that pivot and go on your inside and suddenly you can't see him and that's not great it was uh my first couple of sparring sessions it was up until actually it's probably the best way of putting it up until last week i had received a bloody nose every single sparring session oh wow we were actually just talking to somebody else who was talking about that exact same thing. And he didn't bleed at all in his fight. So there's hope. There's this last hope. week, no bloody nose. Oh. I came out clean. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. So in, and actually, you know, in my experience with boxing is it does toughen up. It really does. There's people that some people are just bleeders and they're going to bleed no matter what. But um, when I first started boxing, yeah, I would get bloody nose, but then... After, you know, my whatever inside my nose toughened up, it just all stopped. So yeah. I broke 16 bones. I've, I've, I'm bloody nose isn't a big deal. We're fine. <laughs> Look at this. We've already got so much in common. I didn't even know, <laughs> didn't never even knew you, man. Exactly. This is great. So, okay. So you, how did you hear about EFN? Uh, one of the guys who fought last year, uh, Devin Millington with the Abbey okay. Lou Foundation yeah, 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 yeah. is a good friend of mine and one of our clients. And so that was who I fought. Is that who you fought? Yeah. Holy moly, dude. <laughs> First off, is Devin not like intense as hell? He's pretty intense. He's pretty intense. And his threes are strong. We, I, I, I light spar with him on the weekends just to get lecture training. Good. And uh, man, that fight where he just tripped up a little bit and touched his gloves to the ground. He was he was rolling on that one for a minute. He was rolling that one for a minute. Which one? Which fight? When, when he fought you oh. at, at the executive fight night and he got that punch where he got rocked because he was expecting to come in and touch gloves and you rocked him good. And he's like, dude. Be ready for that first punch because it's coming in a million miles an hour. Oh, man, I must have rocked him back into memory because <laughs> yeah. uh, that's not how it went at all. <laughs> that's not at all, Devin, if you're listening. You hit me first out of the first gate. And that's why like, I, I have the video. I've, I, I had to watch it at least 20 times just to remember what happened because it had been so many years since I had been in a boxing ring that my adrenaline was just up like everybody else's was. And I was just as nervous. So he was winning that fight until I 
ended the fight. So like he rocked me hard coming out of that first round. And so, yeah, his right hand is pretty heavy. It's heavy. Yeah. It's heavy. I, I, I can't handle it fully. I'm happy we're only doing 20% when we spar because <laughs> I'm uh, sure, sure if we cranked it up to 50, I'd be on my ass. Oh, I, well, I mean, come on, give yourself a little bit more credit here. <laughs> it's a, you know, that adrenaline keeps you standing, it keeps, keeps you, standing. you going, keeps yeah. you happening. So tell me what's the hardest thing you've had to do in training so far besides sparring. Sparring is, you know, obviously the hardest, most rigorous part of it, but like in the classes, in the training, how's that going? First hardest thing definitely was running. Okay. It's just, just, exactly how much cardio is involved, I wasn't prepared for. The, the constant footwork, the moving your head, every, any action you take in boxing, as I've learned, is an active action. It's not, you can't be passive. You can't just kind of move your head. You can't just kind of take yourself offline. You can't just kind of pivot. You can't just, you know, move your feet barely. You have to move. Yes. It's an active movement. And for the whole one minute that I'm sparring or the whole one minute that I'm doing a, you know, uh, combo of, you know, four, five, eight, three, or whatever it is, it's constant action and it's not light action. And if you get hit the wrong time when you're breathing wrong or you're not breathing through your nose or you're not getting enough air in there, it's going to trip you up. Um, outside of, outside of that is, uh, I really felt I struggled with initially with, uh, sixes and eights, mm. just the number eight for me and learning the punches seemed like it was really often like, I don't get why it's not like that's eight should be a four in my head. Didn't get that initially, but, uh, I feel like those are some of my best punches now because uh-huh. I work them over and over and over and over again, five minutes after class almost every time. Nice. That's great. Yeah. And, and like most people will generate to that, right? With that eight and that six, it's that comfort level with your right hand, it's your mm-hmm. right side. It's all that rotation you get to put into that body and those kinds of things. And then, you know, when it makes that sound on the bag and it makes that sound on the mid, it's just that much more exciting. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's been good. So overall, I'm, what I'm hearing is your journey down this road has been pretty awesome. It's been amazing. It's been amazing. I, I hope to stay in fight camp after this elapses and uh, I don't want to drive as far if I can help it. But, uh, you know, it's worth the drive. If you're considering doing legends, if you're considering doing boxing, if you're considering challenging yourself in a sport that you know nothing about, do it. Like it's only going to make you better at something. It's only going to, no matter if you're interested in alternative combat sports, it's going to make you faster. It's going to make you more cognizant. And it's a mind game. The more you think through your match, the more you're considering what the other person is doing, the better you're going to do. And as soon as that clicked, I felt like I really started making progress. I love that. Thank you for putting that the way that you did. Couldn't have said that better. Um, and I love, I love how you explained that, like the, the movement in boxing is that you can't just kind of do this and you can't just kind of do this. There has to be a lot of commitment behind the movement, um, you know, and like that's one of the things that I constantly train. So I hope Robbie is telling you this kinds of stuff, too, is, is, you know, like you can't just like not commit to the end of that punch. You can't commit to the end of that footwork or to that, you know, head movement you're trying to get out of the way of. It can't be lackadaisical. It has to be with purpose. Right. And so thank you for putting that together like that for the listeners that are listening, trying, maybe thinking about getting into boxing listen to him. He's been doing it only now for not even nine weeks yet. He's he's already a prophet in the sport. So (laughs) the prophet of boxing and the God of podcasts. I'll take it. There we go. So let's go back to podcasts. What's the project you're currently doing right now? 
Yeah, so we're doing a number of projects. The project I'm probably the most excited for um, is a project that we're hopefully going to be initiating here over the next couple of months, uh, which is called Recession Proof. It's a uh, uh, mini series done in uh, tandem with our friends at Silicon Slopes here in Utah that we're interviewing uh, major time CEOs, think CEOs from like uh, Oracle and uh, Qualtrics and Utah Jazz and things like that, as well as... um, small time business owners, folks that, you know, run your local butcher shop, people that, you know, pave the roads, you know, your, your awesome blue collar workers. And we're interviewing people who have successfully run a company through the 2008 and the 2001 recessions and how to conquer it because we are in a recession and it's, it's a cooling process and it's scary. And so we wanted to put together a series that would help people see it for what it actually is. And then uh, we're really excited here in the next couple of weeks um, throughout the state of Utah and also hopefully here over the next month in Arizona and Idaho, we're opening uh, six, hopefully eight, right now for sure six, uh, podcast studios that will be free for the public to use during the entirety of the recession. Wow. Holy wow. That's awesome. That is so amazing. Oh, I'm actually really excited to hear about these. Where can I find them? So you can check them out at uh, the webpage will be going up shortly. Just check at launchpod.media. You can also go to Silicon Slopes. There'll be a page that's just highlighted for our studios and you can choose what studios. Um, You need to enter in a business email address to be able to register your time at the space. But we have all the best equipment. We have all the roadcasters and SMB7, SM7Bs and all the fun things. And then we have a monitor in the back of every studio location. So you put your logo up on the screen. You can record it with video everything. That is so awesome. Oh my, that's so awesome. In fact, one of my really good buddies, um, was just talking to me yesterday about, um, exactly what it is you guys are offering is giving the businesses the availability to kind of do that and, and those kinds of things. And, and so, um, so Diaz, if you're listening to this, there you go. There's, there's all the information you need. Um, so May 13th. Yep. It's coming up really quick. It is. Okay. How are you nervous? I was. Okay. Um, last time I sparred, so my main sparring partner is uh, one of the guys who won last year, uh, Jake. And uh, he's my main sparring partner. Him and also Juan is fantastic. Now, Juan's got cr- amazing ring control. He's fantastic at putting combos together. He knows how to pressure his opponent. And Jake's fantastic. He's a fast guy. He knows how to take angles well. He understands what's going on in the ring and also what he can understand when the opening has come. So they've been fantastic to spar with. Um, and they've given me a lot of good insight into the actual fight. Um, but this last time that I did a sparring match with them, going about 60% power, um, I didn't, one, I didn't get a bloody nose, so that felt pretty good. But uh, I took them both to the ropes. Nice. Took them to the ropes, had good pressure, made some good shots. And I'm, it's starting to connect for me of, this is what, this is what I do when they do this. This is how I escape this. This is what, this is how to use a body shot. This is how I use a hook. This is how I break a guard. Those types of things. When, when those things start clicking, you feel really, really good. And, you know, notwithstanding, McCain's a fantastic athlete. He's, he's a great guy. He's going to give me a run for my money, but he's not going to go through me. And if he's going to have, if he's going to win, he's going to have to fight for his life. And I feel sorry for him after the match because I'm going to make him run for every single inch he's going to get. Finally, we've gotten some shit talking on our podcast. It's so great. I love it. Yes. McCain, if you're listening to this, oh man, I hope that's firing you up. Charging. No, that dude, Johnny, that's so great. Like those are the clicks that every coach wants all of their members, EFN fighters or not, 
they that's the clicks that they want them to just unfold in their brain. How do I do this? How do I get this? Not the holy crap, I'm getting punched right now mentality, right? And that's what develops the nerves and the adrenaline and all this other stuff. So, man, I've, I feel sorry for you, McCain. I'm sorry. I feel bad for you right now. If he's already got that kind of mentality, well, watch the, out. Again, if when I first, we first started, I was I was hoping I wouldn't fight McCain because for my size, I feel like he's one of the best athletes in, in the whole thing. He's, again, crazy fit. We've rolled together, done fun things like that. But the at, at the end of the day... When, when I think about, I have, I have left nothing on the table. I've put in every single hour that I possibly can. I've meal prepped for four hours every Sunday. Like I, I hope he gives everything he has because it's going to take everything he has to come in second place. I love it. I love it. I, I, I wish you the absolute best, man. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for sharing your story. Of course. Thank you for working so hard. And, uh, and man, come May 13th, it's going to be some fireworks, you guys. So get your tickets now. EFNboxing.com. Thanks again, man. Keyword Dinkle if you want to get a small discount. Ooh, gotcha. D-I-N-K-E-L, E-L. The E-L is important. D-I-N-K-E-L. <laughs>